Welcome to the Spectrum Lounge podcast, where we discuss creators of color disrupting the game in TV, film, and pop culture. I am your host, Rebecca Theodore Vachon, and on this episode, I am joined by actress Adapera Uduye, who plays Sarah Wilson in the Disney Plus series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Welcome, Adapero. Hi, thank you Hi. so much for having me. Thank you. When I tell you I am so excited to have you on this, I've been wanting to have you on this podcast forever, but <laughs> I was just like, what? She's part of Marvel. She's the MCU now. <laughs> How does it feel? Oh, man. I, you know, I've been saying that it's, uh, when people ask me that, it, it's, um, I, I guess I'm so in it. And the only way I'm, catching glimpses of it is through people's reactions, people in my life, like my family, my siblings, my friends, sending me mm-hmm. screenshots, people, you know, checking in on the family group chat saying, oh yeah, we saw, you know, this episode, that episode and people having discussions and thoughts and feelings about things. And, um, yes. and so it's, um, and then, you know, on Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. you know, kind of going back on Twitter because of all of this, um, just so many people like, are watching. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of like a duh because you know, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. But it's just, it's just kind of like wow, like because I'm a part of it now. Like okay, I'm I'm not just um, watching it myself with everybody else. I'm kind of part of something that people are watching as well. So it's 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 very very cool. I have to say. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, Disney Plus, or I think they had uh, said that it's probably like the most downstreamed. Uh, original series because I know WandaVision did great numbers, but they're like Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just like mm. doing crazy, crazy numbers right now, <laughs> which is great. But you know, th- this show is so special because I mean, I'm sure you're. Are, are you a Marvel fan before you joined um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Were you a fan I of, was, of the Marvel very, movies? Very, yeah, very ah. much. So. Yeah. So it's like, so with this specific story, much like WandaVision is telling a specific story about grief and, you know, PTSD and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I feel like is special. The the way that Black Panther opened up blackness in the MCU, I feel like with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, this is to me the first time where a Marvel property is actually talking about racism. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is just so interesting and, and through the eyes of Sam, but can you, can you tell us a little bit about your character, about Sarah Wilson and also how the role um, came to you? Yeah, I think, so Sarah is, um, Sarah Wilson is Sam Wilson's um, um, sister. Sam Wilson is the Falcon. Um, and, you know, where we are kind of, um, where we kind of enter the story um, in the beginning is right on the other side of the blip. So, it's kind of like the sequel to uh, Avengers Endgame in many ways. Um, and so we're seeing what specifically this is all meant on a very real, grounded, personal level through, um, you know, through the, through, the, through the Wilson family story. Um, you know, they're in Louisiana. And so it's basically them trying to get on the same page about everything Um uh, and you know that takes on many shapes and many forms. Um, it's maybe a little bit tense, or um, but it's 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 kind of buoyed in and steeped in love. You know, like like that unconditional family love. Like, and they can be honest and honest with each other, and and they can push push each other. And she can definitely like push him about what does it mean for him to be, you know, 
to be even close to the shield of Captain America. Like she can be that person who can say, wait a second, like there's questions. Like what does Mm -hmm. this mean for someone like you, for someone like us, you know, when things have been happening to us and, and, and to us and people like us all over this country for a very long time. And so uh, I think for me, that was, was so, that was what was so exciting and thrilling about, (laughs) um, about that happening in the MCU. Like you said, like Mm -hmm. once that kind of became very clear that this, this is what was happening. I was, I was like, this is right up my alley. Let's go. (laughs) I'm down. You know, it's, and so it's, it's just weird that, you know, something it's like both worlds kind of colliding, you know, I'm very much, you know, about character and story. I also love Marvel. So that the fact that, you know, and, you know, stories about black people, um, and the fact that that's kind of like all happening in this way in a Marvel uh, uh, Cinematic Universe um, series, it's it's pretty, like I said, pretty dope. Right. Um, I, the thing I love about Sarah is, I mean, one, I feel like your character brings a certain prag- pragmatism to the show. Um, and I also love the fact that with the Sarah Sam dynamic, is she supposed to be older than Sam? I'm not sure who's the eldest or who's the youngest, um, but she is not impressed by the fact that he's an Avenger at all. And I just love that. Like, she's like, you went and did your thing. You went flying around, you know, with these caped people and I'm working on the family business. You do your thing. You don't tell me how to run this business. And I love that. That is such a real brother-sister dynamic. Yeah, because you know, because you, it's like no matter, like your brother or your sister or your cousin, whoever, like you've known them since the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, and it doesn't matter what they become when, you know, when they're grown. And I, for me, it's the same thing. Like, with my brothers, with my sister, you know, I'm having to be reminded constantly, oh, you know, I can't just call, expect my brother to pick up the phone call in the middle of the day. And he has to, he has to text me and say, listen, I'm in court. Like, what are you doing? Like, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, all right. You have an important job. I get it. But call me back when you're done. You know what I mean? And he's just like, <laughs> seriously, like what, right. like, what are you doing? And so it's like, sister, brother, family relationship first. And then whatever it is that you do to make money and, you know, in this case, save the world, that is completely secondary. Like, what does it have to do with me? You know what I mean? And so I love, I love that that is like, that is a thing. And that, and that people are actually feeling the reality, the realness of it. Cause it's so true. If you have siblings, I'm one of seven and mm. that is, and we're all grown, but right. No, we, we, we act like we're children. <laughs> Do you guys have like a sibling group chat? Cause I, I have 11 siblings. And so we have a group chat and it can be a little hectic sometimes. <laughs> 11? 11. I'm number two. Yeah. I'm the eldest girl. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes, we do definitely have a, a sibling group chat. And I'm telling you, my, my, they, the laughs mm-hmm. that they're so funny. Like right. sometimes I just have to say like to them, like you guys crack me the hell up. Um, <laughs> as much as they're they in my ass, um, they're, they're funny. And you know, it's just, it's just nice to have people that you can just be all parts of yourself and, you know, and, and, you know, and they still love you, you know what I mean? Like they still love you. And so I think we see that very much in the Sam, Sarah Wilson story. It's like, listen, we can come at each other and I can say comments and you can say some things and we might not agree on certain things, but you know, the one thing that we're clear about is that we have each other and then there's love there. 
Right. And so how did you and Anthony work on creating like this, this sibling relationship and kind of bringing it to life on screen? Yeah, he, him and I both come from large families. And so, mm-hmm. so I think we instinctively know that is, you know, that very deeply. And and there was so much already on the page, um, you know, in, 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 in the scripts. And so and then in the combination with you know, him being just a really generous, grounded actor, talented actor, of course. So we got to really just play, play with the combination of all of that. And, um, you know, it never felt like I, I was never kind of amazed at like, oh, wow, like there's, wow, we're really in this pocket, this groove. So it's always, because it just was, it was just so effortless. And so I'm just so thankful that people are really feeling like, oh yeah, this is, yeah, we love we love their we love their dynamic. It, it really makes me happy because it really it really was um, it really was effortless um, with with him. Yeah, yeah. You know the one thing that I think about. Well, the two scenes that I think about is the, in the first episode was the scene when they went to the bank <laughs> to get the loan, and you could tell Sarah was already like, "We're not going to get this loan," <laughs> but Sam sort of has like this optimism, like, "Oh, I'm the Falcon. Of course, they're going to give me a loan." Um, and the the other the other scene that really resonated with me at the end of the first episode when uh, you turned on Sarah turns on the TV and they make the announcement that they've taken you know that they've recruited a new Captain America and I, it was just the look on Sarah's face like oh man you know like that's that sister pain where it's just like yeah. how are you gonna do my brother like that yeah. <laughs> like yeah. yeah it's it's kind of a complex thing it's like you know I think in that in that particular moment it's like you know, are we, and I feel like we find ourselves, we find ourselves in that moment, just, you know, in, in, in our world, me, you know, like we, we, we shouldn't be surprised, but then we're surprised still. And it just hurts because, because we never give up hope and because, and, and specifically with Sarah, Sarah in that moment, you know, her, it's her brother who's attached to that. And so it, it's, it, it means something in that way, but it's like, I imagine that she's just like, we're not, I'm not surprised that that happened. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but my brother is affected by it. And it's like, it, then that's why it hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know that uh, the other thing about Sarah is that we know that she's a widow. Um, and I think one of the things that made me so happy seeing like in the MCU is like seeing her sons, like two black boys, you know what I mean? They're just happy and they're just like, even in, a post blip world, they seem very well adjusted. Um, can you tell me about working with the the two actors who who play your son? Yeah, they were so beautiful. Like just again, I you know, because I'm an adult and I've been doing this for a while. And um, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, it was their both of their first time. Um, maybe not their first time, but obviously in, in such a big, big, big project. And they were just super geeked out, and they were like super duper fans. And so you know. Like getting to like see like the moment they got to really see Anthony like really just do his thing. You could just see like they're they're just they were like this is so cool. And you know when they got to meet Bucky, it's like they're looking at them as if though they're the characters just like popped off the, their screens and like and now they're getting to like interact and the, the way they would touch you know touch the shield and like they were in it and it, it's just so beautiful to see that. Um, to see that, but also getting to let them know, like, you know, it's okay to make mistakes. That's why we do multiple takes. And you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to beat yourself yeah. up. And 
um, and see them like just learning and trying to figure things out. It, it was really, it was really beautiful. And I'm so thankful that, you know, like you said, like, this is a story that has like two that black boys are going to get to see this and see themselves reflected in this piece in that way. Um, I think is really beautiful. Right. I did want to ask you because, you know, of course, there's a lot of discussion every week about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And so there was there was one conversation that I saw happening and I wanted to ask you about it. Um, I guess some people were, it was like a critique or more like an observation. I wanted to mm-hmm. get your thoughts on it. And it was this I it was this conversation about, oh, well, you know, Sarah, here's another depiction of a single black mother because, you know, with Monica Rambeau. Mm. And Captain Marvel, we also, Maria Rambo is also a single mom too. Mm. And it was sort of like a, I don't know, maybe like, oh, why? Why does she have to be a single black mother? And I'm like, but, but that's a reality, right? Like we, yeah. we have like wonderful black women that, that raise wonderful children. Like they are the backbone of our community. And I just wanted to know, like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, well, Sarah should have had a husband. Like, why, why can't she have a husband? Why does she have to be a single black mom? What are I your mean, thoughts on that? I mean, it's a good, I think it's a good it's good that people are talking about it. I mean, in the comics, you know, she was a widow, you know, she was widowed in, in the, in, you know, the history of, of that character. And so, you know, there's that level just being true to form to that character's formation. I don't know what in the seventies or I'm not sure when the Falcon was. Yeah. And so, or eighties, I don't remember, but, um, and like you said, that's a reality. Like it just is period, you know? Um, yeah. And, and, and are we going to negate that reality just because why, you know? Um, and, and, and I also get that people are wanting different depictions and that's fair too. And so, you know, hopefully because of these conversations, we'll, we'll, you know, I think those, just those different kinds of depictions are there and people just want to see just a variety. You know what I mean? I don't think really, I think the conversation is really, it's more than just like, well, why is that happening? But when people are asking that, it's like, oh, we just need more of everything else. You know what I mean? And then it's okay because the truth of the matter is, you know, my mom, you know, my, my dad passed away when I was, when I was a teenager and my mom became, you know, <laughs> technically a single mom of seven kids. And so. Right. Yeah. That's, it, 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 it's real. So. But I get I get both sides of it, and I understand. Like to me, I understand like what's underneath all of that. We just yeah. want more, just more depictions, varied depictions, because of course we're not all just one thing, you know, or just one version of a, of a story. So, right, yeah. The way I read the characters, like for me, I felt when we get Sarah's backstory, like to me, I, there was to me, I have a lot of empathy for her and a lot of admiration because there's this here's this black one where her brother disappears mm. for five years and she's literally holding it down like she has to raise these two boys by herself in like this supernatural occurrence where nobody knows where anybody is yeah. to me like like she's the hero of the show really you know it's like the everyday people um who survived the blip which is one of the storylines of the people who remained behind and had to kind of fashion like this new world order when billions of people disappeared so yeah and, and you think about it like you know the boys, where we see the boys now, they're young. So if you subtract five years yeah, from that, that means they were even younger. And, you know, that's what was kind of so jarring for me. Like, mm-hmm. it allowed for me to think about the Falcon and Winter Soldier allowed for me to really, really, I had to really sit and think about like what those five years were like. Like, 
Mm-hmm. How do I wrapping my brain around what that is? Like, in addition to her brother, and obviously her husband is not there. Like, who else that's close to her has been? You know what I mean? Like, and you're yeah. just what? What? Like, literally, what is that like? And so, um, and so, even though we don't get that story, I feel like I hope that where 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 everyone meets Sarah and Sam is that you're you're feeling like listen, these two people are just, they're coming at it from their own crazy experiences and, and just trying to do their best to, um, um, to, <laughs> to get on the same page. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I know that uh, there's two other people, two other actresses in the MCU that you're very familiar with, uh, Lupita Nyong'o and Danae Guerrera. Um, you did a, a Broadway play with them as Eclipse and they're also in the Black Panther. Have you, like, when you got the role, did you contact them to kind of like talk to them? Or is there like a group chat for like the Black ladies of the MCU? Like, I'm, I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but, the, but it should be. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I love that idea. I'm going to have to pose that. <laughs> yeah. And Tiana um, too. And add Tiana to the mix. Yes, yes. And and I think one of the things that I that I love, somebody had uh, posted this and it I, you know when we talk about representation matters and I I feel like Disney well as far as far as the MCU I feel like they've been listening because I mean you've been acting over a decade and we've had this discussion about colorism, right? About the mm-hmm. lack of opportunities for darker skinned black actresses and the type of roles that they're given. Um and with the MCU, we're seeing a lot of that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Zoe Saldana was officially like the first black Latina actress, mm-hmm. but you know, she's covered under makeup. Mm-hmm. But as far as visibly black, we had Black Panther and then, you know, the casting of Tiana Paris as Monica Rambeau. And then mm-hmm. you're there. And then um, the end of episode three, we see the return of the Dora Milaje. Yes. With- and I just like, I'm just so happy. I was like, I don't know if Marvel has their ears to the ground because, you know, we've been having this discussion for a very long time, but it does seem, and also the actress that they just cast to play Riri Williams, uh, Dominique Thornton, there does seem to be an, a consciousness, at least as far as the MCU and the variety of black actresses that, that they, they are casting. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, and, and just, just observing in the last 10 years, what have the opportunities been looking like for you as a, as an actress who, who is darker skin? Do you think it's getting better? Are we like turning a curve or are we still, you know, is this a momentary thing? Mm, I can't say that it's a momentary thing. I think for mm-hmm. me, what's important is that storytellers, uh, it's great that Marvel is, 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 you know, is doing all of, you know, what, you know, they're doing. In addition, what's kind of been encouraging and, 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 and so optimistic in a space that sometimes you shouldn't feel optimistic, but, but that people are telling their stories no matter what. And because they're so, and black people, you know, specifically you're talking about black people, black people are telling their stories in their own specific, unique way. And they're getting, and they're getting, and, and we live in a time where they're being supported and they're getting made and they're, and, and people are seeing it. And I feel like that is where, that is the power. That is what is, that is what is tasked for us to do. It's like, we must, if their story, we cannot wait. And, and, and we, there's a history of people who have, who have not been waiting. Like, I mean, history, history, history. And more recently, we're just seeing it because of the way technology is, because of the way 
you know, the industry is going, like more and more people are able to tell their stories in their own way and have kind of, you know, have, have really creative agency, you know, as, and, and, and opposed to people being speaking up about things, like wanting to hear more and see more and then mm-hmm. people listening and saying, okay, you know what I mean? And so there's like this, this good, you know, collaboration, you know what I mean? Um, that's happening, you know, because we all can't do it alone. And so there's many forces coming together to, to help that happen, you know, to help that happen. And so, and I think now it's, it's just a matter of like, we want all the kind, we want all the voices, all the variety of voices and stories because, you know, we're not a monolith and, and, um, and, and I think that is, we just want to see as more, as much as possible. Um, and I think that's the most important thing because again, I feel like these, these are, these things are able to happen in the MCU because people in other ways have been showing that in their own work. And then people have been like taking it in and then you see, oh, oh, actually, oh, oh, there's, there's an audience here that we've been forgetting, you know, that we need to kind of um, uh, regard. And so that's, what's beautiful for me, like all those independent filmmakers who are now getting to like, you know, like Ryan Coogler, you know, mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler, you know, in my opinion, like got to, um, you know, Black Panther because he did, you know, he did Fruitvale Station. He did mm-hmm. that in his own way. He claimed his, his artistry as a filmmaker and a storyteller in that way. You know, and there's so many people like that, you know, obviously D Reese and, you know, all, I mean, there's so many names that can add, add to that list. And so, you know, that's, that's what's important first and foremost. Right. Well, it's, it's great that you mentioned D Reese. Cause again, Pariah is going to be hitting its 10th anniversary. I can't believe where time <laughs> goes. Um, have, would, do you think you would ever um, collaborate with, with D again? Are you guys like still in contact with each other? Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. We are still in contact. Mm-hmm. I would love to. <laughs> I would absolutely love to. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, you know, the funny thing is, cause I know they, they announced that they are, uh, Disney plus is actually going to be making a series, uh, through Ryan Coogler, they're going to be producing a series about Wakanda or, Ooh. you know, like Dora Milaje. And I was just like, like, I see D Reese in the MCU somewhere. I'm like, she needs to, <laughs> the same way you say you have like black indie directors or directors of color yes. that is. She'd be perfect. <laughs> I am for that. Oh my God. That makes me so happy and excited. <laughs> Oh man. So, I mean, over the years, um, you've been keeping busy, you know, as the, the thing is like through movies, you've been doing, um, you were in when they see us. And then you've also been doing uh, Broadway work um, and off Broadway work. How do you feel that the theater has um, changed your approach to acting or has, has uh, how has your acting evolved? How do you feel like your skill sets have changed by working on, on stage? Yeah, I mean, I mean, technically, I guess I started out on stage first, um, mm-hmm. or in a way, yeah, theater. Okay. Um, and so, but I, I became an actor because I wanted to do film. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, it it's just getting to exercise that <laughs> that creative acting muscle in a very different way. It's kind of like I think of it like the Olympics of acting um, because, you know. I mean, I actually love this part of, you know, working on, working on a play, you know, that like, you know, four weeks, three weeks, you get to just like deep dive into the piece and, and the rehearsal process. I mean, it just, 
I love it. I'm such a geek about it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know, and it's tiring and it's challenging, but in in all the best ways. And then, and then this opportunity to kind of to flush out the character every night. Like you get to say the same lines and try it differently. You get to you know discover new things. It, it never ceases to amaze me how you can do a show like 20 times and then the 21st time discover something completely new. You know. Um, and then that you can kind of bring into the next performance and deepen. And so, you know, I think, I think it's like sometimes, and I'm still trying to figure it out, like how to, how to best, um, how to kind of replicate that experience, you know, in film and TV when I just, when I don't necessarily have the time that like rehearsal time. And so theater, working in theater has really, has really helped me to kind of like, is helping me to figure out, okay, what is that process for me? Like, you know, in terms of research and, and reading and, and how can I replicate that for myself when I don't have a structured, you know, rehearsal time or access to the, you know, to the director or, you know, to the writer. And so um, and I'm still, still figuring it out, but um, mm-hmm. it's an experience that's really, um, yeah, it's challenging as hell, but oof, so rewarding. Oof. When, <laughs> when, 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 the, when the material is just right, ooh, it's, mm, you feel like you can do anything. <laughs> I'm mad that I didn't get to see you on any. The next time you're in a play, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come see you because I was just like, oh my gosh, she was in a play. I had to go. Yeah, I'm not a big theater person, but I think I need to start doing that. Oh man, I mean, you know, yeah. honestly, you know, New York, this, there's some, there's some good theater. There's some really, really good theater and, and different kind of theater, you know, happening. I mean, obviously not now, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's pretty, yeah, yeah. I'll let you know. I, I will make it my point that when I know in the okay. future, when I know of something that's really good happening, mm-hmm. still you would yes. know. Um, yeah. Awesome. Like, yeah. Things <laughs> like that happen at like St. Anne Warehouse in New York. Whew, some of, I've seen some of the best theater there. Like, woof. St. Um, Anne's Warehouse. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait for the world to open. <laughs> um, so I know, so I know you've, you've actually segged into directing. You've done two shorts. I think your first short was Breaking In. And then you did a short a few years ago where you played Nina Simone, which I loved. I saw it and I was like instantly obsessed because for years on the internet, people have been fan casting you to play Nina Simone. Would you be open to like, like if there was ever like a project, like a studio or a mini series, would you want to revisit that? Like to actually play Nina Simone? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, um, I have a draft of a feature that I've already written and uh, hope to kind of um, hope to kind of develop further. So, yeah, again, it just goes back to that, you know, not waiting and just and right. what I did with the short and just like, OK, yeah, I think there's something more to explore here. And what could that be? And me just just going with it. And so, yeah. Great. So what can we so we have three more episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldiers. I know Disney is very much like, they're very particular about leaking things. So I, I won't I won't jeopardize your job, but what can you tell us? What can we expect from Sam and Sarah in the next three episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah, just a deepening, you know, it, it's like where it's like, it's like one long, you know, it's like a one, it's like a movie cut up in six parts. And, you know, I feel like we're just, you know, we're just heading towards the, 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 the crest. And so, you know, there's definitely more of um, of, of uh, more space for understanding and a clearing to get on the same page, um, and I think that's what we'll find with those two characters. Yeah, 
Well, thank you so much, Adapero, for speaking. Thank, thank you so you. much, Rebecca. Thank <laughs> you thank you you're welcome and and congratulations i'm really excited can't wait to see what happens next i'm just like i wake up like i literally set my alarm at three o'clock in the morning to watch the new episodes because <laughs> you know social media by the time i log into twitter at eight nine o'clock in the morning people are like everything just is spoiled. yeah everything's spoiled. So I'm like, yeah, i'll just watch it i'm used to it because i did it for the mandalorian so i'm good okay okay <laughs> thank you so much for all that you do thank you for thank all you. your support Thank you in all these years. I really appreciate you, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you, Adam Harrow. Well, thank you listeners for listening to another episode of the Spectrum Lounge. See you on the other side.